It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. Oh, it's the late night full cast. You might be listening to it at any time of day, but for us, it's the late night full cast. And at it's late too, night... It's, I, yeah, it's too late. Why are we... Uh, you know... Can we bail? Paid, Can we bail now? No, no, we're paid to do Because we're talking about the Knowles! <laughs> you know what? Some of us... Some of us been talking about the Knowles, okay? Some of us just continue to talk about... The Florida State Seminole night and day. Some of y'all take days off. Not me. No. Talking about the Knowles 24 7. This how podcast. Many, how many I'm, consecutive Atlantic or let's just shit, let's just say ACC championships would Clemson have to win before you stop considering this the Knowles division? Uh, 20. Okay. <laughs> I'm just well, going to pick one out of the air at random. Uh, 20. They have one national. T- they have two national titles. Right. Um, the Knolls have more than that. So come back and talk to us, Clemson, when you have more titles than the Knolls, and that won't work. But we'll at least n- hear that you said it. If we were gonna, if we were going to attack the ACC Atlantic, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Leave it in. Leave it in. Oh, minutes. Like minutes, I've been fighting that. Feels good though. Feels honest to have gotten that out. Can't spell at you with that ACC. Woo! It's true, man. You have no idea how long I fought that. That was like a nine-minute fight. We've only been on the air for like three minutes. It was like a nine-minute fight. Man, making making three minutes of this feel like a nine-minute fight. That's pretty much our goal every week. So your commute, we can get you through the entire thing. You'll be angry when it's over. If you listen to us again. But still, 
Um, this is this is our ACC Atlantic preview. This is our very back ass words way of saying welcome to the shutdown full cast. Yeah, ACC this this preview. intro this intro has been like watching somebody who's never driven a car try to parallel park. God damn it, we we're not even getting close. Or write a novel. We're just hitting curbs and trees, and we're in the middle of the street now for some. Oh, oh, that's like the very confident parallel parker. I thought you were saying like the person who's like they think they're getting closer, but they're not. They're not turning. They're just moving back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> room, room. I was gonna. I, I was room. gonna say this is. I was gonna say this is a lot like watching somebody write a novel because you know they start and then they go. Oh wait, I didn't explain who that guy was. Oh wait, I need a flashback. Oh wait, no wait, I need a plot. Dang it. Damn it. Just get Kathy Bates in here. And let her beat the shit out of James Conn. Um, please pick a team. I By the way, that, that is. is the whole plot of Misery, right? Is yeah. Dude gets the crap beaten out of him. By Kathy Bates. It's very that's, the, that's the plot of most novels and Movies, poems. Yeah. yeah, They're all about Kathy Bates. Yeah. Read, read the Odyssey closely. You'll see. Farewell to Arms. It's about Kathy Bates cutting someone's arms off. Mm-hmm. The Red Badge of Courage. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Weird, weird that the same plot happened so many different times. But man only has so many stories in his head. Watership Down, real fucked up, but Kathy Bates-centric. Yeah, turns out Kathy Bates is an excellent rabbit hunter. Loves eating rabbits. Um, Please, please pick a team. I, uh, just anyone. Oh, no, you don't mean that. No, <laughs> I do. If I want to... No, if I wanted to be mean, I'd be like, Wake Forest! That's Let's fine. Go. That's fine. Throw Wake Bro, Forest we can do worse. Sausage. We can yeah. do worse than that, so... That's, we'll, I'm sorry. We'll, I didn't we won't mean roll to dis- the dice again. I didn't mean to disrespect him. That's seven and six Wake Forest from last year. Yeah. Woo! Dave Clawson just breaking math left and right up there. Do they still have that I... streak where if they kick a field goal, like they're guaranteed to win, <laughs> like without scoring a TD? If they don't score an offensive touchdown... I think it's like, it's, that, like an obs- it's like an obscure settlers of Catan rule where you're like, ah, oh, yes, the unopposed <laughs> field goal. That's a point. That's a victory like, point. I think Wake Forest, they do the strategy where um, you hoard the sheep because nobody else wants them. Right. And then you, you have so many sheep and you have the sheep dock that you're just like the sheep magnate and you can do whatever you want. I'll trade you eight wolves for a first down. Deal. Shit. Yeah. I mean, there. That is about how hard Wake Forest has to go to manufacture offense. But hey, got you the first down, didn't it? I have always enjoyed that when Wake Forest is good, they're actually an assembly of um, you know the theory that the human body and like cells are actually just a bunch of cooperative organisms that decided to form corporations, basically, right? Mm-hmm. That you know mitochondria are actually like ancient creatures that sort of just arrange the entire cell around themselves. That's Did you we, see this we, on Jaden Smith's Twitter feed? <laughs> I run Jaden Smith's Twitter feed. Okay. And if you make a single comment about it, I'm going to have to single you out in a passive-aggressive tweet about quantum mechanics and haters. <laughs> no, okay. that's Neil deGrasse Tyson's Twitter feed. You're getting confused. <laughs> no, no, that's just that's just the longest well, actually, in human history. <laughs> it's Neil deGrasse Tyson's Twitter feed. I enjoy that. I enjoy that. Like he posts like haters tweets during his presentations, and he posts ones that are just like "shut the fuck up." <laughs> just, I enjoy that he goes. You know, this is an effective repost, actually, because I can't say anything to it. He wants me to shut the fuck up, and I guess I have to. Uh, Wake Forest always seems like some organism that has just like 
like they're never a full football team. Like good offense, all the defense got special teams. No, with Wake Forest, it's like they got a kicker and they got a guy who's got one decent arm and they got, um, but but can't throw the ball further than ten feet. And then they got a wide receiver who's real fast but has stone hands. And like that's the best of all possible worlds for Wake Forest. You forget that it's a school with what three thousand people. Yeah, it's it's basically a large middle school. Yeah, and, and I feel like there's always two good specialists, an overachieving quarterback, and then like four oddly shaped defenders who are really good. Oh, like God, for a few funny. years there, well, there yeah, they basically had a fullback. It's chopped the, the football line. team. Even <laughs> yeah, even good even good Wake Forest teams are like those Marvel teams that they made in the nineties where we're like, God, we gotta come up with all right, the shy mutants. Uh there's one guy when he looks at you, he makes you feel kind of sad. There's one guy, he's really good at removing, he can mentally remove grout from tile. Uh, shit, we got to come up with four more. God damn it, shy mutants. Yeah, we here. Let's just salvage a character from the fifties. Look, it's it's the communist destroyer. Here, throw him in. Now he likes communist. It's irony. This guy, this guy can make as much carbon copy paper appear as he wants. I don't know. Maybe that's useful. Maybe you got to get things in triplicate. Which is what a field goal is. So, but yeah, that's they, they're never, they're never, they never feel like a complete football team, even when they're pretty good. Even when they, even when they're playing in the ACC championship game, a thing they have done and Miami has not. <laughs> oh God, I, I, I appreciate the like. Hey, hey, Ryan, why do you there? keep bringing that up? Because it's still true. Fuck you, Miami. Miami wandering <laughs> into the. Preview for the division they're not even in and catching strays. Man, you got to keep your head on a swivel around here. Um, Wake, oh boy, Wake Forest is doing its best to keep its head down with this schedule, at least for the first month of the year. Uh, They scheduled Presbyterian, Boston College, Utah State, and then they go to App State. So that, you know. Don't do that. That's that's a Mm. thing. Yeah, uh, but, but don't worry. Then it gets spicy real quick because you play Florida State and Clemson back to back. Whoops! <laughs> at Georgia Tech, happened. Louisville, at Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, yeah at, just... at, at Syracuse that as well. Yeah, um, the losses are marked pretty uh, flagrantly on here. <laughs> There's some on here you can go ahead and sharpie. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I I, I see the home schedule is pretty good. For the most part, uh, it's, yeah, it's, get, it's get, man. Get, I mean, hold on. It's good. It's good if you are looking for a Wake Forest to win. If you are looking to go to interesting Wake Forest games, ah. Well, I'm ruling that last one out. Ain't okay. nobody doing that. <laughs> I mean, good in the sense of getting to six wins. Yeah, yeah. This whole, six this wins season, with a total of about eighteen points. This season is like a real, like a like a third pound loss burger. We're just like, yeah, we got those those buns. Those are the wins. We're gonna get those. Now you're gonna chew through a shitload of loss. Oh I'm, man, it's it's undercooked and there's no cheese. But I don't mean, worry, if, more wins at the bottom. If you really, because man, I'm if I asked you to define any kind of clarity in looking at at Syracuse at home versus NC State and Duke, um, yeah, that's one and two, zero oh and three, three and zero, oh, or or two and one. I don't know. That yeah, could, it, all things are possible in that last that middle stretch. They have one of the worst middle stretches of any team I have seen this year. This is this is is this LSU schedule bad? We were talking about how LSU schedule is. It's, just a, 
It's up there. Um, I think it's an entire schedule's worth of hard games all in the middle six. What do you want from this team? Because I know one thing that I want from this team, okay? And it's this. And this should tell you everything that you need to know about Wake Forest stature in the world. Where Dave Clawson's done a pretty good job. This is a very difficult, difficult job, right? Jim Grobe, the richest man in North Carolina, um, who took a nap not at because, Baylor. Not because he earned a lot of money, but because he never spent any. He lived entirely off Sam's Club samples. That's right. <laughs> He's just like bouncing from that and that to Costco because he embraces both red and blue states. Savings don't know a political party, okay? <laughs> but what I want from Wake Forest, I want him to roll in 1-0 to that game at Boston College on September 9th. And I want him to play the ugliest football game I'll watch all year. Man, That's what dude, I want. I'm just going to give is... you a realistic bar. I'm going to give you something where our relationship can survive any potential disappointment. Uh, you can't disappoint me. I want you to play the ugliest damn football game I'm going to watch all year. I want it to be an 11 to 10 game settled on a safety at the last minute. Um, I want something different. I want Wake Forest to... Bring in Jim Caldwell. I don't know. Pick one of these early games, Utah State game, let's say, and say they're going to honor him. Um, you know, make it a whole. Oh, it's you know Jim Caldwell Day. Blah 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 blah. And then just roast roast the hell out of the dude because before Jim Caldwell was the most boring coach in the NFL, a very hard title to achieve. He coached at Wake Forest for. Eight years. And do you know how many games he won in his eight-year tenure? 26. Mm. 26. They, finished, they, got, they had one winning season in 1999. And, and oh, my God. The, it is amazing that we lived in a world where a power conference team could keep a terrible coach for eight years. And everybody's just like, well... What are you going to do? No wonder Jim Grobe is the richest man in North Carolina because he wasn't Jim. Jim Grobe was a rock star compared to Jim Caldwell. Consider that. Consider how hard that has to be. It's entirely possible they forgot they had a football team. (laughs) I think I I want Wake Forest to score in single digits at least five times this year. How How many did they do that last year? Probably. Uh, well, let's see. That's a good. That's a good question. See if we can actually improve on last year. Uh, let's see. They opened the season with a seven-three win. Check. Um, they lost a seventeen-six game. Uh, it looks like they only they only pulled that off twice. Uh, three, three. Where's the? Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. Just two. Yeah. Just two. Yeah. Yeah. So let's double that. Let's go for four. Let's get to four. I and... think that's. I think that's achievable. You know, if you win nine to three, hey, that's great. That'll count toward a, toward bowl eligibility. So I'm not hating on on the Deeks. I just want a particular uh, a particular style of football here, and 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 I want the style of football that would make me throw up if Boston College did it. But if you do it, Wake Forest, it'll be cute. Exactly, a half built, semi conscious robot. That's that's what I want out of this team. And I'm thinking, I'm going to be optimistic. I think Wake with the stout defense and solid special teams gets to five and seven. Wow. God, that's boring. 
yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Next team. I uh, I I have six and six. I'm gonna put you down for beating Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how hideous that game was gonna be. First of all, it's the Wakey Leaks revenge game. Sure, Ooh. it's right. It's it's mm-hmm. right after the Florida State game for Louisville, which yes. will be a revenge game for Florida State. So it, Louisville will be on its one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth week, second straight right. week of travel. Wake had a bye two weeks before that. Wakey Leaks revenge game. The funny thing is, Wakey Leaks was so long ago. I don't really remember who was wronged. No, it was Wake. Yes, yes. Okay, let's let's just. Can we talk about Clemson? Can we swing wildly in the opposite direction now? Yeah. Yeah, let's 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 do that immediately, please. I don't know. I think we're wasting our good teams a little early. <laughs> yeah, this is. But but we, we led got... with we led with Wake, man. We led. We started off so lo- like the opener for this was just a guy checking the lights on Listen, stage. All the people who who started this podcast, we already got their listens. We don't have to give them good stuff. We can just God. keep serving them garbage. God bless you, terrible podcast analytics. You're the best. <laughs> Clemson. What does what are the expectations for Clemson this year? Because you know, in in theory, yes, you're you're defending the title and all that, and but you're not really, are you? It's fair to say that like that's not what people are going to look at and say. Oh, if you don't get back to the playoff or the national championship, it was a disappointing season. That can't be right, can it? Are people that crazy? I guess I'm asking how crazy are people. People are very crazy. Shit. Extremely crazy. What makes you think uh, Clemson has any experience dealing with championship hangover? They really don't. Not in the modern era. Fair. So how are they going to handle what is obviously a retooling? I don't want to say rebuilding. Retooling is a good one, right? Just means that like a couple of parts fell off, right? Maybe you need to make a couple of upgrades. Yeah. A couple of things. Everything but the engine is back. Yeah, retooling makes exactly. it sound like you're just swapping out guns on your helicopter. Just be like, no, Correct. this one, this one has heat seekers. It's just Correct. retooling. And this feels like a feels like a really disappointing nine and three season. No, because everything's going to be disappointing. I hate just just go ahead. We do this every year with whoever won, right? But just go mm-hmm. ahead, Clemson fans. You're going to be disappointed. You can go eleven and one. Right, and you'd be like, "Oh man, that was, it was kind of bitter." Really, didn't enjoy it. Even if you're talented, doesn't matter. You just lost the, the greatest player in program history. He's in the NFL now. Uh, that's gonna suck. I just, there's no way around it. I want to give you happy words. I want to give you comfort. Right? I want to tell you that you're gonna be able to say, "Yeah, I mean, we overcame some things." No, you're not. You're an aristocrat now. You know who has pity for you? No one. You know who should have pity for you? No one. None. You're going to be more exciting than Alabama, but let's face it, what kind of a bar is that to clear? <laughs> like, wow, you're, you're more sober than Oliver Reed. Yeah. Also, what kind of an offense did they run, by the way? Is that one where the quarterback definitely has a lot of sort of sway over what happens and makes a lot of plays and carries the ball and throws the ball? Yeah, yeah, you got one of those. So uh, the loss is going to be magnified. Your value of a replacement player I don't care what it is. If it's less, if it's not Deshaun Watson, it's it's down. It's down. So, uh, just before looking at anything too particular, it, it's going to be a little bit of a disappointment for you, and you need to remember that, because in your heart of hearts, you'll be like, "Man, they're playing so hard, and I'm going to make all kinds of justifications, and you're going to hate it." 
This is my least favorite year, by the way, is the year after you win a title because you can't even complain about it because you're like, yeah. Right, especially know, es- especially think... if you are Clemson and you hadn't won one in so long and you had just recently narrowly lost one. Nah, you know see, this, like, this is all real negative. No, I, well, you need, well, you need, that's you need to open up your hearts and let the let the light shine in. Listen, t- think about what Dabo would tell you here. You need to let your joy just just radiate out of out of your out of your innards. Because, like, I mean, say say Auburn wins at Clemson or something stupid like that, and then right. you know, haha, here come South Carolina fans making their jokes. How how down can they really get you? You just you, you just you know you you tweet back at them a picture of the trophy. That's it. Then you feel good again. I don't. I, if 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 I'm a Clemson fan and we go six and six this year, I don't give a goddamn. Mm, oh, hold on. Let's look at the schedule and you tell me if that's true. You pick out the six games Clemson can lose this year, and Cle- and Clemson fans, in your mind, will be like, "Cool, it happens." Let's say Auburn, Louisville, Florida State. And now we got to start scraping, right? Those are the, those are the three that I think, based on projections and, well, shit. Look, you look at Bills Bills numbers for uh, for Clemson this year, and those are the, I believe, three games where he has um, Clemson least likely to win. Although they are favored to beat Auburn and Louisville in his numbers. And now you got to give me three more. Um, you want to say Virginia Tech? Okay. Oh yeah, that was gonna. That was gonna be. You can one. lose at Virginia Tech. You can okay. lose at NC State, and you can lose to the Citadel because that'll pe- remind people of the time South Carolina lost to the Citadel. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You can say they did it, and also they don't have any titles. You can also <laughs> always lose that South Carolina game, right? Like no, said, don't do that. No. No, that's, no, no, no. That's that's no. always possible. That's, that's that's always that can happen. Okay, that, no, 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 I want to, this is the picture you just painted. So in this scenario, this six and six season, before we get to October, the reigning national champion is two and three, and their wins are over Boston College and Kent State. Yep. Yeah, and everybody's going to feel great. Everybody's going to be happy and fine about That's this. what I'm saying. Hey, hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe you don't have the peace that passes all understanding and the... Um, the the calm contentment that that just rains down from heaven to know that our even in our darkest hour, um, all we have to do is place our trust in Dabo, and Listen. he will guide us through to the belt bowl. Um, mana, so, mana, so, mana, mana in the desert was flat, and so is a six and six record. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? You know what? You might see two and three coming out of that season, but you know what I see? I see three and one: the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and Dabo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I you know if they literally go six and six, okay, that's pretty bad. I'm just saying, eight, eight, and, four, gonna... eight and four and up. I think you're right. Yeah, beyond beyond that, that, I think the that. panic button will because the panic button will start to be like, oh shit, it wasn't Dabo, it was Deshaun. That's that's the one thing you do have to worry about if you're if you are Dabo Sweeney at this point is like, don't get to the point where people point to you. In the same way, I mean, it happened to Mark Helfrich. He didn't win a national title, but eventually everybody just said, nope, it was the greatest quarterback in program history and not the head coach. Goodbye. Obviously, winning a national title gives you some uh, some additional wiggle room. But, uh, hey, what's Gene Shizik doing today? Same thing we are probably. So, 
talking about the Knowles. So you're still going to have a good defense. Yes. I don't think anyone doubts that. You still have Brent Venables. Uh, you still have a crazy good defensive line. Um, hey, you got a five-star freshman quarterback and mm-hmm. some old guys. So, I mean, yeah, it's stepped down from Deshaun Watson, guaranteed. But a big step? Not necessarily. I think your quarterback mm. situation is still uh, it's, it's uh, in the upper third of the entire country. But it's not like you're starting over from scratch. You still have some of the benefits that come from having uh, players like him. You do. Mm. It's just just like it's easier to do that when you say, okay, here are the outstanding wideouts that you're going to get to throw to. And, you know, one of the best tight ends and a running back who can catch the ball out of the back. Like, it's not that they don't have other guys who can do that, but it hurts when maybe your four of your five best pass catchers are gone at the same time. It feels like a lot of catch up to have to do at once, especially if you look at the front half of the schedule and say like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's going to be some tests right away. It's not going to be super easy street. All right. All right. So, so for you, you Clemson doubters out there, the two of you, I will hit you with this, which you cannot refute. Pitt is not on the schedule. Oh shit. So this that mm. means Clemson's not winning a national title then. Boom. What now? What now, haters? I see what you're doing, and I appreciate it because you're playing to my pit sympathies. Hold on. On the other hand, Ohio State is not on the schedule either. Oh. So. Gonna have to score some points in that so game. So there's that there there goes that easy W. <laughs> it's true. It's as if it's as if they stood no chance of winning a national title, as in zero. Um how many how many wins are you giving Clemson by the end of the year? Nine. Nine and three. Jason? Jason said six. Go back. I'll retool this. Jason says Clemson's going six and six. I have the blessed assurance to say ten and two. Okay. Um See, yeah, God. now aren't you aren't you wishing we got one of these shitty teams out of the way? Because now look what you, look what you're staring down the barrel of. No, it's oh fine. no, we're no, it's we're about fine. to have some, we're about to have some fun. Do it. Yeah, you know I know, where, I know, I know where you're going. Just yeah, we're about to RPO this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Run, run pass option. That's what we're gonna do. What you got a leaky faucet? RPO it. Hmm. Okay. You got a sassy got a sassy six year old who won't listen and go to bed. RPO him. Okay. You, you know what? You got about... asthma that's poorly controlled. RPO it. That's right. You know what? You're you you're thrown into a wrestling match with little to no understanding of what you're supposed to do, and your opponent comes at you. RPO out of nowhere. That's right. Time to talk about Syracuse. Um. So the RPO is really all based on, in some sense, confusion. Right. Taking the defense and making it so that they think they know what's going to happen and then something completely different happens. I mean, that's sort of a broad way, but I use that as a lazy segue to this fact. Dino Babers is four months younger than Bobby Petrino. (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we can talk, we can talk a little bit about the reasons why Bobby Petrino got a head coaching job a full 10 years before Dino Babers did. And obviously Bobby Petrino has done more because he got there a decade earlier um, than Dino Babers. Gosh, no idea why that reason might be. Um, mm. Mm. But, but yeah, Dino Babers and Bobby Petrino born in the same year. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is um, use sunscreen and wear a helmet. Yeah. And also, you know, don't sort of let the 
obtain of Satan's hand on your shoulder. Contaminate your body. Because that's, that's definitely not what happened with Bobby Petrino. Nope. Nope. Yeah, this is... I, this is a, I enjoy this team because they're a very positive football team. They're positive. Now, mind you, they don't always gain positive yardage. They well, usually... no, they, they do, but you do too. <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> yeah. Everyone does. It's, it's all positivity. It's, it, yeah, they're, 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 they're the new day of football teams. Just the power <laughs> of positive yardage. <laughs> Everybody wins. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is. It's extreme. They're a fun team. They have a fun approach. Like they run no huddle RPO. They try to have a disruptive defense because that's the code word for, I don't know. They're going to be out there a lot. You might as well get them to steal a couple of balls, see what they can do. But yes, for the first time in my lifetime, well, I shouldn't say that for the first time since Donovan McNabb was there, you kind of want to watch Syracuse football. I said that. Yeah. I want you to know yeah. it feels very weird. As long as you calibrate your expectations appropriately. Right. I just want them to be exciting. Okay? That's right. all. I like mean, I, it's, I think it's sort of like going to the um, the Coney Island hot dog contest, the Nathan's hot dog contest, where you're like, I'm going to see a spectacle. You shouldn't walk away from it being like, I earned a new level of respect, or I learned something about the power of the human spirit, or... No, just you're gonna see a lot of mess. It's gonna be a fun mess, and probably somebody's gonna puke. Um, but it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be art. It's just gonna be hot dog explosion. That should be the motto this year, actually. Yeah, and uh, I'm okay with that. Okay, that's fine. That's all I need you to be, Syracuse. Right? Uh, nobody's real sure who who the quarterback is gonna be. That's fine. It's fine. They're just going to throw their ass off and they all throw like 500 times in practice. So honestly, like we usually say like, ah, it doesn't matter who the quarterback's going to be. I don't think it's going to matter. This is not how the system works. It's fine. It's a machine, right? Do you have talent at receiver? Yeah, you got talent at receiver. My, my, you know, not game breaking talent, but you got talent. Also, they moved a running back who I think has a magnificent name. There aren't enough men today named Mo and Mo Neal. M-O-E. Mo Neal moved a receiver. So I'm very fond. I'm fond of them already. Are they going to have a defense? You know, there's a lot of things we can't talk about with Syracuse. A lot. Defense shouldn't be one of them. No. Defense will not be one of them. No. No. Basically, what we want here is the opposite of Wake Forest. Wake Forest, we want you to win games with um, a field goal. A field goal. Syracuse, we want you to win games, you know, with like the 16th touchdown of the game is the one that wins it for you. So what yeah. happens when, What happens when they play each other? The best game of the year. And the worst. The game of the century. <laughs> the um, My favorite thing about Syracuse this year is they're, they're an old team. Yeah. Like the, like they lead in uh, in Bill's returning production rankings. They're, they're right up at the top. Um. And that, so, that was a big reason why the defense was horrendous last year, was it not? That they were like, oh, what are you, 16? That's fine. Go out there. We'll, we'll fudge your papers. You're playing defensive tackle now. Congrats. Yeah. And, you know, teenagers, they get tired. They, they, they don't understand what, a, what it means to a long, hard day of work chasing around <laughs> players from Pitt and Louisville. You, you're you're going to get tired. And if, you, if you're not uh, – 
you know, if you're not resigned to your fate like all all older people are, you're not you're not, not going to be able to handle it. And and now they're all nice and old. Well, there's but, also um the the slogan that Sarah, uh, that Dino Babers wants to borrow from the women's basketball team. Um because apparently they play sort of like up tempo, move the ball quickly up court, etc. And their t- their uh, slogan is "Take their lungs," and Dino Babers wants to co- basically copy that for <laughs> Syracuse. That is metal as fuck. <laughs> that is metal as fuck, especially because football tends to be very literal about these things. So, right. fifteen yeah. yards, delunging. Give those back to that man. They're so um, pink. What um, was, all right, but it's what not like uh, it's not like something Greg Williams would come up with. What will Syracuse kind of actually? On lungs. What will Syracuse actually do, though? On the well, field, like, we we've been hiding one nasty thing, by the way. Uh, what what do you do with the ACC scheduling office to ensure that a budding Syracuse program gets the sort of space and comfort you need? Oh, you schedule a road slate, right? <laughs> you schedule. You make them go to <clears throat> Louisville, Miami, Florida State. NC State. Oh, you, you know who they play out of conference? They did Yeah, they didn't. Let's be clear. The ACC did not make them play this road. No, game. no, no. This is a self. This is a cell phone. Okay. <laughs> this is a deep cell phone. They they go to L, they go to LSU. Weird. They have to play uh, at LSU. That's not a big deal. You can win there. Heck, you can get two home games from them. Yeah, you better not try to take anybody's lungs at LSU because they're saving those. They're, they're putting those in a stew later. That and the uh, bones give you the flavor. <laughs> this this schedule's weird. This schedule's deeply, deeply weird. This schedule's mean as hell, too. It's weird and mean. Yeah, because you get from um, from the Coastal, you get Pitt and Miami. We saw, we saw Syracuse Pitt last year. Um... That was a hot dog eating contest on PCP. And Miami, uh, well, you know, it's still August, so we're allowed to all think incredibly positive things about the Hurricanes. And then the rest of it just... I don't, I don't, I don't envy you, Syracuse, and the test. Because even, even the sort of, like, not the, the sort of lower conference teams that you're playing, MTSU, Central Michigan, those are, te- those are teams that ha- certainly have a reputation over the last five seven years to like yeah they'll take your shit they'll run up in your house and ruin something for you there is there is no convincing reason to believe that syracuse is so good at this point that they can't lose to middle tennessee right yeah no entirely possible um so they'll be fun it just may not mean all that much which is yeah like then that's fine because five and seven would be an achievement this podcast this is literally that. <laughs> yeah. I think so. For three straight teams, I'm going over, Spencer. I'll put you down for you'll win those first three games. I ain't scared of Mitsu or Simu. Okay. Uh, and then beat Pitt at home, Wake at home, BC at home. The home schedule is nice other than, you know, a little a little team called Clemson. Yeah. Okay. Um that's that's that seems like a, a tidy year for Syracuse. It sh- sort of shows them climbing the ranks of the Atlantic, and maybe I don't know. Maybe if one of those other games they can give somebody a scare, even if you don't beat 
Miami or FSU or Louisville or LSU on the road or NC State for that matter, um, if you can just, you know, make it tough for them <laughs> through three quarters. So Florida State, Florida State comes rolling in at eight and zero, and then Syracuse rings them up for like forty five points. God damn! Right, that's it. And they you know, they still lose. But what you want right. to do is be the stress test for everybody else, right? <laughs> You're the treadmill test for everybody to see if they have cardiac disease. Do you, which, have, CO, do you have COPD? You do. Great. Yeah. By the way, the, the the team that probably has COPD in this conference, predictably, it's Pitt. Yeah. So. Sold them sandwiches with fries in them. I didn't know what smoked meats meant. I thought it was literal. Dad, tell me I can't eat those. <laughs> um, let's let's swing. You know what? Let's slow way down. Way Here down. Boston yes! College. <laughs> Finally. So. <laughs> <laughs> One good sign for like whenever we 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 tweet you know we we say uh, we find out over and over again that there are people who listen to this thing that don't know anything about college football which cool same but um, it's just a great sign that Ryan said Boston College and kind of everyone just started laughing and cutting up that's kind of all you really need to know here here's here's what I want to do. This is going to be long, but we're going to get there. Spencer, who were the first four teams to make the college football playoff? Oh, that was so long ago. You can do this. You know, you know, this. you know, Ohio State, it was Ohio State. Ohio yeah. State beat who in the first round? Uh, that would be Alabama. They, they right. spanked Alabama. They, and, they, they, and they beat in the championship game. Uh, and in Alabama, the championship game, they, um, it, that would be Ohio State beating Oregon, right? Uh, Oregon who, who beat Florida State. Okay, yeah. Give me the give me the four teams from the next year. And the four teams from the next year in the college football playoff would be, let's see, Ohio State. Yeah. Clemson. Yep. And uh, let's see, Alabama. Wait, you said Ohio State. Ohio State's wrong. Okay, so I'm already like sorry, you're off. sorry. Clemson and Alabama are right. Clemson beat Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. And Alabama blanked Michigan State, right? Yeah, that was and unfortunate. I'm sure you can I'm sure you can um name the four from this most recent season. That, that's a big assumption. But yeah, it would be Clemson, Ohio State, and then uh Alabama and um Washington. Yeah. Um, how many of those coaches have facial hair? That'd be a that'd be a whole hot load of nothing. What does Steve Adazio have? Yeah, it's not well, I mean, all right. <laughs> I enjoy that you've gone to this length <laughs> to show that Boston College will not make the college football playoff <laughs> when there are literally eight million other reasons they would not. Spencer, I haven't just gone to this length to show that Boston College won't make the college football playoff. I've done it to demonstrate that Dollar Shave Club, Whoa! sponsor of this week's Shutdown Fullcast, is the sponsor of goddamn champions. Look at all these loser coaches out there with their dumb beards and their mustaches and their mutton chops. How many college football playoff appearances do you get with facial hair? Zero. 
Who is the least reliable? Who is Jason? Who is the member of this podcast that caused it to be delayed by over a day? Well, this time around, I think it was Spencer tripping over his large beard. Yeah, Spencer, what's the state of your bramble patch of a face right now? I got to tell you, it's pretty hopeless. There's some over here, there's some over there. Yeah, it's it's a disaster. And do you know why people grow beards like that? So they can hide from the world, so they can hide their shame and the fact that they'll just disappoint you over and over and over again. You know who won't disappoint you? Dollar Shave Club. They want you to live a good life, be the best champion you can be, not be some crap-ass Boston College team. And for a limited time, new members get their first month of the executive razor. You know what the executive is? The top. You know what Steve Adazio is? Definitely middle management on his way out. I don't know. He looks like he does use a razor on the top of his head. No, I guarantee you that's a belt sander. It hurts, but he thinks it builds character. You get that? You get this razor? You get a tube of Dr. Carver's Shave Butter for $5 with free shipping. After that, your razors just cost you a few dollars a month. There are no hidden fees. There are no commitments, even though Spencer is the kind of person who can't make commitments. But he also hides the fees. He He charges me $9 every time we record this podcast. Just comes directly out of my bank account. Because he's a liar and a bearded charlatan. How do you get this offer? You go to dollarshaveclub.com slash fullcast. And you can be the champion that you were meant to be. Not Spencer goddamn Hall. I'm sorry. I I had to say all all of that was a verbatim in the ad. I didn't put any of that in. It's they true. said, it's read, in, this, it's in read this word for word. Wow. They said, that, they said all of that would be great for their brand if, if Ryan said crap ass. <laughs> Richard, I just think... Is Richard Deitch writing their prose? <laughs> <laughs> I think that y'all listening to this, you should have fun just going to their site and typing in full cast. And, you know, if you happen, if you happen to make a purchase, that's cool. But I just think it would be really fun to... Because this is our first... This is the first time we're sending out a code that's actually our name, right? Right, right. That isn't SB... That somebody... You know, it's one thing if a company wants to be aligned with SB Nation. We have wonderful co-workers. We have Godfrey. We have Bill. We have Richard and Morgan and Alex. We have, like... And, you know, Ziller and Flannery and Mike Pratt. There are a bunch of super talented people at SB Nation. We are not those three. And the fact that somebody says, no, I want to ally with... Them, the saddest trio, the worst boy band in history. <laughs> yeah, if they if they think that this is the wagon to hitch themselves to, we have we must richly reward them for this <laughs> in some way. So yeah, we can talk about Spencer again. I didn't mean any of those things. That was just you know the ad guys. They want you to read that. They I want, know they this just put it what, right in there. That's this crazy. Is the ki- they this did is what that. the kids want. They're like, what do kids respond to? Just trashing Spencer Hall. And I'm like, That's I don't it. know. I don't feel comfortable with that. And they say, shut up or we'll take your family. And then and then next week, like, hey, hey, Ryan, can you send over the ad copy? Because I, I think I want to read it this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, 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 I deleted it. I don't know. <laughs> it, they sent it on the snap. It's gone. Um, Boston College. Ugh. I thought Boy. I thought that was going to get us out of discussing Boston no, College. No, no, no. I, I just, all right, here's, here's all I want to say. So you know how, like, most... 
most college, oh, there are plenty of college coaches like Larry Fedora. His name is not, his birth name is not Larry. It's Herbert Lawrence Fedora or Jimbo Fisher. His first name is John. It's John James Fisher. I'm pretty sure Steve Adazio, based on Wikipedia and based on like multiple school bios, I think he was born and his parents just named him Steve. So he was a baby named Steve. Which is a wild name for a damn baby. Be like, That's true. Like, it's name? like a baby hey. named Frank. I mean, I met a baby named Horace once, and that's pretty intense. Sure, but that you can maybe be like, ah, oh, maybe he's secretly British. Steve is just like, what What does Steve do? He's a uh, unlicensed mechanic, man. He can get you a cheap carburetor. Don't ask questions. Yeah, like, you know, a baby named like Claude or something. Like, okay, it's named after Grandpa. That's right, fine. Right. But like Steve. Okay, so you're named after like 5% of the men on Earth. <laughs> Steve Adazio. Um, yeah, you know, Boston College, you get to play Notre Dame, Clemson on the road. Uh, Three and nine. Uh, Two and these, ten. Are, these are going to be unbearable to watch. Although, you know what? You are, you are playing UConn November 18th. Do you know where that game is? It's, a, it's, a, it's at a baseball stadium. It's, it's, not, it's not at a baseball stadium. It's at maybe the baseball stadium least suited for a football game. Because, Fenway? you know, yeah. Oh, that's good. I, I literally don't know how this is going to work. I think they're going to play on a 70-yard field, and I still think Boston College will only score eight points. Yeah, so, uh, those, those are the perfect teams for that game because both of them only need about 50 yards. I, for, I forgot. Boston College, they, they don't play in home whites, right? I don't think so. Yeah, that's a shame because I was trying to figure out which team would be more supported by the Boston crowd. <laughs> wow. This, this is going to be a brutal... Yeah, you don't have to watch Boston College football. It's fine. You don't. We, you know what, Boston College fans? To... Boston College fans don't watch it. No, they don't. Uh, like this. This is a this is a program that uh, no one watches. Like we were talking about Arkansas being the state nobody's been to, right? Like nobody's been to Fayetteville. Right. We talked to SEC fans, and they're like, "Yeah, man, I've been, I've been every, been all, been all stadiums." You're like, "You ever been to Arkansas?" And they're like, "Oh, hell no!" no man. <laughs> you might get shot. <laughs> Who's been out there? I don't. I don't even know where Arkansas is. That's that's where they that's where they film True Grit. Rooster Cogburn might be waiting for you. Yeah, like no one's been to Boston College. Like no one's really been to Syracuse. You don't talk about people like yeah, man. We went to Syracuse. No, but here's the thing: Syracuse has media people, so there are people who will say like, oh yeah, I like yeah, I have a connection with Syracuse. BC. Yeah, but no. Well, well, Ryan, I think I think what Spencer's getting at is actual people, right? Like no 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 actual humans oh, have been humans, to. Oh humans, humans, yeah, humans, yeah. Yeah, I'm Not... going. Uh, boy, I'm yeah, I'm, a, going, I'm, going a... th- I'm going through um, BC's notable alumni page right now, <laughs> and so far, you know, like Luke Kuechly's on here, and a handful of basketball players. Um, Chris O'Donnell went to Ooh. BC. I think that's really, or at least has some sort of, uh, yeah. So that's really all you need to know. Chris O'Donnell is the most forgettable. The fact that Matt Ryan and Chris O'Donnell went to the same college just tells you, like, any plain white dude that you're just like, yeah, he was nice. I didn't talk to him much. He probably went to Boston College, which is why you don't know anybody who went to Boston College, because they're not chatty at parties. 
Yeah, so I'm just going to look at the schedule, and it's four. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, four and eight. I don't care. It's four and eight. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to... I, I I was coming in high. I'm gonna make that deficit up. I'm I'm two and ten now. I'm now I'm two? only going over. Oh two. boy, man! I don't. Yeah, I mean I don't really. Okay, so we have, got a, so we got a job opening. Is what I'm hearing. They don't they don't have <laughs> yeah. any hope. There's no hope on offense. There's I mean, none. Uh, I don't know if the people running this program know what a wide receiver looks like, <laughs> or a quarterback. <laughs> looks like looks like Julian Edelman. <laughs> if it doesn't look like Julian Edelman, like yeah, I don't, I don't know. And, you know, I would love to have more hope, but uh, there's there's no reason to have that. Their offensive coordinator Scott Leffler, who <laughs> Scott Leffler, when hired, has God. killed how many jobs so far? He is the Grim Reaper, man. Yeah, they don't. So, throw the ball. they don't throw the ball at all. So what's Joe Moorhead got to work with? In 2018, don't do that to Joe. Don't do that to him. That's me. Man, they have whipped the ball around here before. They have won 10 games here before. Get Joe in here in a couple of years. He'll find some. He'll find some northeasterners who can who can sling this pill around. I mean, if Syracuse can do it, anybody can. True. There, there. If I'm, if this is right, there's only one game last year where Boston College threw the ball. 30 times or more. And this is a team that it's not like, oh, they were comfortably winning because they were just running the ball all damn day. No, they they lost six games. They were losing games badly. They they lost to Florida State 45 to 7. And uh, they, only, they only threw the ball 13 times. They, that just, was, they just disconnected from the server. That was one of the <laughs> most disgusting games of the year because it was a Friday game. And it was the only game on for the entire day. There was nothing you could change it to. Yeah, I mean, I, this makes me feel a lot better about being borderline rabid in my fixation on Steve Adazio being a terrible offensive coordinator in 2009 in Florida. Where, if you'll remember, the quarterback coach was Scott Leffler. Ah, <sighs> jeez. Yeah, it's actually kind of amazing that Florida did as well as they did that year with those two people running things. What if Florida could only recruit from the Northeast? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I brought up Boston College. Yeah, no, See? you're bad. You should feel bad about that. Can we talk about NC State? They're more interesting. See, interesting's a word. <laughs> they are right. I think NC State is one of the country's most fascinating teams this year. I took when um, when Bill was doing his ACC previews. I was like on the edge of my seat waiting for the NC State draft to show up <laughs> because, you know, NC State all along for years and years and years, they have been the most meaningless program in the country, just completely average and not even like they're 10 and two one year and they're two and 10 the next year. They are seven and five every year. Yeah. Like, I, I, I looked this up. If you have, if you have been an NC State fan since 1997, so you're now watching this team for the 20th season. You have seen this team win nine or more games twice, and you have seen them lose eight or more games also twice. Being an NC State fan is what I imagine it would be like to um, get a genie and be like, I wish I could only eat Wendy's for every meal. The genie would be like, <laughs> are you sure about that? You'd be like, yeah. And you by, by the end of 20 years, you'd be like, you know what? Um, I didn't have any awful meals. They were all fine. I I never had a great one. They were not none of them were great. 
can, so, can I tell you that the, the, the thing about this team that is fascinating to me is that they have an offense where I really honestly think that they are getting the maximum amount of production out of this talent, maybe more so, and I am not certain how they're doing it because the guy who runs it, who has the name of a 19th century bunkum artist who sells cod liver oil <laughs> out of the back of a wagon and says that it cures pleurisy, right? Um, Aliyah Drinkwitz, if you... <laughs> That's his name is Elijah Drinkwitz, right? Like if you watch what they do, you're just kind of looking at it and going, Man, this guy's like the best backyard football coach I've ever seen because every single play looks like okay, my right guard can't block. So we gotta get the ball up fast. And my quarterback can only throw to his left, and this guy can only catch with his right, and he can't really turn this way, so we can only run this route. Like it all looks so jerry rigged and it's it works. Like, if you watch it, you go, I don't see anybody really talented in this offense, and they just had three successive touchdown drives. Um, I guess you're brilliant. And improv, it's like the weirdest duct-taped, uh, you know, card that somehow stole it's the, the road. You're describing the MacGyver offense. <laughs> yeah, well. Which, which, yeah. Which, which at some point you were like, MacGyver, can you just get over not having a gun? Can you just, like, go get a gun? <laughs> you stupid get- idiot. Yeah, like you watch it like this. You was, blow people up, MacGyver. It's not like you don't kill. Like they played a much better Clemson team, and that offense was just somehow getting first yards. Ryan Finley's a great match for this at quarterback because they will fall behind, and he'll just pull a third down out of his ass. And you're like, they had no right to be with Clemson last year, and they took them to. They should have won. They missed like a 32 yard field goal that would have won the game. Yeah, when in reality, what they should have done is gone for it on fourth down and let some horse shit happen because they were they were that yeah. kind of offense that were just like, I don't know, man, they're going to just make you mad. They'll, they'll just they'll do something like, what'd you do? We called the tight end screen, but it was actually a tight end screen lateral fumble. I don't know. And, and we forgot to put a tight end on the field. So that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. And then he like pooch kicked it. But there was, yeah, like they really should have tried my favorite plan in that situation, which is some horseshit because we're kind of low-key brilliant. And they didn't do that. They went by the book. When you go by the book, you lose. Now, there's only one thing I, I care about for NC State football this season, and that is on October 28th, when they go to South Bend, I need them to beat Notre Dame because, as of now, they are one of two programs in FBS that has played Notre Dame more than once and never lost. <laughs> the other one is the other one is Oregon State because everything makes perfect sense in this mm-hmm. sport. Doing so last year in a monsoon, a monsoon <sighs> where Notre Dame decided the strategy was going to be throwing the ball, <laughs> and again NC State, low key being brilliant, was like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that at all." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that is good. Like the the touchdown in that game was um, let Notre Dame. Keep trying to play offense, <laughs> and <laughs> that worked out for NC State. Let let I, the let the rain force a fumble, basically. I think I like this team, and I think you should pay attention to them because yeah, I think they have my favorite thing in the world, which is wily humility. Where they're like, "Oh no, we can't do any of that." So here's what we're gonna do, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> how are you gonna win this boxing match? I'm gonna kick him in the nuts. You're like, that's not legal. That's all I'm I got. Ch- I'm gonna chase a chicken. That doesn't seem. I don't. <laughs> 
Hey, yeah. guess who they play in week one? They're, they'll be chasing them chickens around <laughs> in South Carolina punts because they will because NC State's defense is way better than South Carolina's offense. Yeah. I think I one of the that... – so if, you're, if you want to sound like a college football hipster, I think there are a few things you have to know about this coming season. Like you don't want to just hit them with like Lamar Jackson is the Heisman favorite. Everybody knows that shit. Um, I think you got to be able to hit folks with like, you know, Wyoming's quarterback is like a, a little overhyped for me, you know, but if you can, if you can, you know, tell people that you think NC state is the best defensive line in the country, that is when they say, wow, we're dealing here with a next level college football nerd because it's a really, really, really good defensive line, uh, experienced, Tons of production last year. Returns basically everybody. Backed up by good linebackers. Um, I don't know if I would say it's the best, but people who are smarter than me say it's top five in the entire country. And it's been a long time since NC State has had anything like that (laughs) at any position group. Is this the Galaxy brain pick for your Dark Horse team? Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like tiny tiny brain. I think Louisville will do it because they got a Heisman winner. Semi-aware brain is kind of like, I don't know, Notre Dame, but Galaxy brain is full on like, NC State's winning the national <laughs> title. <laughs> exactly. Um, how many how many games are they going to win en route to the national title? <laughs> That's the amazing part. Amazing thing, seven. seven. They're going to do it by going eight and four. I, the, this team is a little frustrating because the schedule is so damn hard that they could go six and six again and still be really good. And like, we'll yeah. all be swearing like, no, I, th- it was it was really, really good. <laughs> Why is their coach fired then? Well, it's, it's a long story. <laughs> He's great, man. Yeah, and he got fired. Um, he got fired and all the players are gone. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go sunny side up here, man. I'll be optimistic for once. Uh, eight and four. Yes. Eight and four. Wow. How can uh, we? Uh, I I I know I've brought this up at least twice. You still don't have a chicken bet with Godfrey, do you? No. No. He won't. He won't do NC State, will he? I mean, I don't. I think that per the terms, that, that's too like highbrow. Well, that yeah. I don't think we do bowl teams. <laughs> right. Um. There's that, and there's also um. I think I have to be the team that's the the, the one who's low on the team. Oh, you have, and you have to be you have to be the doubter, right? Yeah, okay. and goodness knows I ain't doubting the Wolf Pack. All right, so so looks like y'all are betting on Boston College. Congrats! Wow. Hey, I didn't make this happen. Um, Spencer, pick one: Florida State, Louisville. Um, I want to go Louisville so we can drag out Florida State fans to the end of the podcast if they okay. even dare have made it this far. Have you? Uh, this is this is going to sound like a rude question. Have you ever published a book, Spencer? I feel like I should know that, but no, 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 I've never yeah. read a book. John Schnatter has. <laughs> Defined book. John Schnatter wrote a three hundred plus page book called Papa, and it's the story of Papa John's. <laughs> this is all we're going to talk about for the preview. <laughs> I've canceled any other topics. All we're talking about is John Schnatter's book. Um, it has 33 reviews on Amazon, and one of them is from Papa John's employee, which makes me think that Papa John, in lieu of paying his employees one week, just sent them all the book. Yeah, worth it. No, they hey, have. Hey, knowledge is knowledge is food. 
my favorite review. It's a five star review from Sony named Bio, and and this is a verified purchase. So this is Amazon telling me that yes, somebody actually bought this book. I'm going to read it word for word. <clears throat> Love John Schnatter's books. Papa John. Want more books like this one? Have a list of things that you sell from him, like t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, books, key rings, socks, umbrellas, collector cups, coffee cups. Pizza. Pizza. That's the most obvious one, dude. Come on. But there is a four-star review that uh, reads uh, as, as, as follows from Charles B., Book is not an easy read. Seems to have no flow to it. Hard to explain. Interesting book, just the same. <laughs> what is it like? Some avant-garde shit? Why? Why are there eighty-three pages worth of love scenes? <laughs> so much garlic butter in those in those scenes. My I feel own. like I feel like he can't have dated Greta Garbo. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and then Cleopatra said, "Damn, you're thick." There's a whole graphic novel about his car. Yeah, it's it's a meta thing. You got to get it. It's a metaphor uh, inside the meta. It's amazing. Um, as of now, Papa John, Pop, I'm sorry, Papa, the story of Papa John's pizza. Um, like I said, 320 page long uh, book is sitting at at least in the Kindle store. It's sitting at like two seventy two seventy four for business biographies no, oh, no it's not you, great you, you gotta you gotta get the hard copy you, you no. gotta have that in your hands okay. the hard cut co- the hard copy costs twenty dollars mm-hmm. which interesting that papa john is selling the book about pizza more than the for more than the pizza itself costs um yeah that now we're down to the three thousands it is uh ranked number four hundred eighty six thousand seven hundred eighteen in amazon's best sellers of all books so what about among pizza books? <laughs> you know, they don't have that category. And I think that's because they don't want to recognize that Papa's dominated two fields. He has what? three, three, if you count the literal field at Louisville. What if you Google pizza books and in, into Amazon? <laughs> this uh, is in... the dumbest search ever. I'm on the book section of Amazon. I'm going to don't let now. don't let Jeff Sessions know you you Googled pizza books because gonna... I see someone Google <laughs> pizza books here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure for... that, that's Hold indicative I'm... of a stoner mentality. This is this is probably <laughs> probably an immigrant. These <laughs> these are the search terms I'm going to use. Pizza <laughs> inspiration. Um, they are blasted on. Well, dunk, eat, pray, eat, pray, love is coming up first. Uh, yeah, it's not making the first page so far. Huh. Yeah, this is a conspiracy. You know what this is? You know what this is? Jeff Bezos. We know where where his politics lie. He doesn't agree with Papa John. He's suppressing the book. So if you believe in a free America where struggling billionaires like John Schnatter can get a fair shake, go buy Papa. The Papa John story of Papa John's Pizza by Papa John. I I love this, by the way, that that there is a one star review on this thing that uh, that says, if you want to read a story of a man patting himself on the back, this is it. 
So Again, why the one star review? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, this, in other words, there have to be 83 pages of lovemaking, at least in this book. <laughs> I, 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 this is my favorite fact about Papa John is, isn't a fact. It's an unverified story told by somebody who I guess was dating like one of his daughters, like his buddy was dating one of his daughters. And all Papa John did the entire time was just stunt on this dude. Like whenever they're hanging out, like, Hey, dad's going to take us out on the boat. And he's like, yeah, you got to bring your own chicken or something. <laughs> like, like every time, like they go to a restaurant and be like, Oh man, he's picking up the bill. And he's like, except for you, bitch. I'm Papa. <laughs> like he just, every single time he would just completely be like, yeah, this is my house. It's not even like my third house or something. I hear you got an apartment, bitch. Like, like that was, like, Papa John would just stud on this guy. He's like, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm going to business school. He's like, I didn't go to business school. I'm a billionaire. What's wrong with you? Let's move on to Louisville football. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, it's unfortunate to say, but they kind of benefited from beating a lot of scrubby teams last year. Florida mm-hmm. State was the only good team that they beat. And I know that, you know, they played a great game against Clemson. And we gave we we gave them justifiably credit for that, but their strength of schedule last year was in the fifties. This year they're going to play North Carolina and Virginia from the coastal. They're going to play Purdue and they're going to play Kentucky and Kent State and Murray State. This schedule is still like real. I mean, it's good if you want to watch Lamar Jackson just ball all over some fools, but I don't know. It feels like. It feels a little bit like more of the same, except without Todd Grantham, which is already an improvement. Never mind. Forget everything I just said. Yeah, so what are are you saying? This sounds great. (laughs) I just... You didn't have to schedule Purdue. Yeah, I don't ever do that. Well, at least it's it's 10% more fun, Purdue. Because they they, they change coaches and... That 10% is pending, for the record. Well, yeah. Based on the way their defensive, their offensive line played last year... Yeah, they, they needed to schedule Purdue. That needed to happen. You need to you gotta cake up you gotta cake up that schedule a little bit and keep Lamar Jackson upright. Fair. Because it's mean. It's not and they have like there there is some cheese. Some really cheap government cheese scattered throughout this lineup here. Cause Kent State, you should look at Kent State's schedule, by the way. Who they signed up for some weapons for cash. <laughs> Kent State, Murray State. Uh, you know they've got uh, and they've got Purdue in here, so hey, they're winning three at least, and then the rest of it, rest of it's you know fairly tough. I just don't see like they I don't. Mean, it's leave. it's tough in the sense that they play in what we have decided based on order is the best division in college football, but they still it's I mean you know UNC is going to be an interesting team next year. UVA probably not. And and they didn't really fill in the non-conference. I mean, you know, Kentucky, well, Kentucky beat them last year, so I guess we shouldn't just throw that out the window necessarily. Um, the best thing you can say about Louisville is that as good as they were, man, they were a turnover factory on offense. They they were almost at the bottom of FBS in fumble, uh, fumble loss percentage, which I know I'm just going to copy from Bill here. Like, that's not a thing that's supposed to repeat year to year they had so many games where they just gave so many turnovers away and sometimes it didn't matter 
they they yeah. still won a lot of those and then games. Sometimes sometimes the Houston game happens. And sometimes the Houston game happens. And sometimes the Kentucky games happen the Kentucky game happens. So like they won't be that bad. They won't lose seventy three percent of their fumbles again this year. That said, please don't fumble like please don't fumble the ball as often as you did because even if the percentages are more in your favor, you should avoid it. That's my expertise on football. Also, all those passes they dropped. That's, yes. I mean, that'd be hard to replicate. Yeah. I mean, once you wipe all the garlic butter off your hands, mm-hmm. after you shake hands with Papa, you got to well, wipe, what, hand, wipe your hands he, on he, your pants. He puts them on the gloves because, you know, he wants the scent. Yeah. The signature. Yeah. It's like the opposite of stick them. It's, 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 they got that slick them. <laughs> I just, it, this, this is a hard schedule. They don't really. It's like, not a hard. It's not a hard schedule. I mean, it's just not, Florida State, it's, Clemson. Yeah, yeah, no. Like I said, it's hard because <laughs> they play in a really tough division. But compared to compared to even the other the other top teams in the division, it's not Compar- hard. Compared to Florida, they got to play yeah. SEC contender Kentucky. Compared compared to Florida State and compared to Clemson, it's not it's not hard. Yeah, I was like, are we laughing at that game, Jason? The Kentucky game, because. You know no. what? Big Blue Nation's oh. more than happy to run that back for you as to how that unfolded last year. No, I, I, I was, I was only being very slightly facetious. But I see, I bumped him all the way up to SEC contender, which yeah. I think that would be a little far. But if I were to say SEC East contender, no one would well, laugh. By definition, the SEC East—if you're an SEC East contender, you're uh, an SEC contender because the conference stubbornly refuses to uh, stop giving an automatic championship game bid to the east winner i don't think we should do that well i guess yeah i mean i i guess the sec east has has had an invitation to the sec title game yeah i don't know if they actually use it though well i mean they're free appetizers so they usually go um there's there's a lot of chick-fil-a there yeah, Louisville, Louisville's probably going to be good. There, uh, I mean, the offensive line is still a major question. That and you know, Spencer mentioned the Houston game, really bit him in the ass there. And I, I mean, don't know I, that and, it's necessarily better this year. And I will say this too: that that Lamar Jackson did not help at times. Sure, that's how that's how talented he was. He made mistakes and made some fundamental errors that that got him in trouble particularly in the passing game or in feeling pressure like he thought he could you know when the offensive line played badly he didn't always adjust to it you know there's ways that you can compensate for that that he didn't necessarily do with coaching which he'll get in spades uh from bobby petrino a deeply unpleasant process i imagine (laughs) just doesn't seem to be a very rewarding you know like like teddy bridgewater and Sean Watson, there's a famous clip of them at Louisville, like, you know, hugging and crying. And they've obviously established this great bond between, like, you know, coach and player and, like, older man and younger man and, you know, like, peer. And, you know, they've become something more than mentor and student. Uh, with Bobby Petrino, I imagine it's just like the great Santini every single day of your life. Yeah, it's like when you work for Palpatine and, um, Dooku comes along. So, well, I guess we don't need you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so we should mention the preseason coaches poll came out today. Louisville is a lot lower on here than you would think they would be. Or at least than I thought they would be. They're 17th. And maybe you look at that and say, well, they lost four games last year. And they, they didn't look great down the stretch against 
other good teams. And that's all fair. And then you look up and you're like, cool, Florida's 16. Georgia's mm. 15. Miami's right behind them at 18. Kansas State is 19. Like, this is a very weird place for the Heisman Trophy winner and a team that still has a lot of talent. You, you got to scroll past a lot of teams that you're like, that team's better than Louisville? Yeah, That's I, think, I think people are just scared of hype and, like, they're so scared of it that they're, like – it's ended up defeating the hype entirely. Like if you look back at Louisville season and say, okay, what happens if you just randomize the order of these games, right. you know, say, say the Florida state game was in November and say like, you know, um, a game like the Syracuse game was the bowl game. And then, okay, now Louisville's top 10, you know, like yeah. it, it just so happened that the offensive line fell apart and Hey, guess what? They have a new offensive line coach. That's good. Um, I mean, Louisville nine and three, ten and two, sure, no problem. You know, top, top, top twelve, sure. I don't see, I don't see, I don't see the issue here. Seems solid to me. No, it's this is it's weird. We're about to do Florida State. They have a lot of the same weaknesses. They do, right? Like, it's weird when you look at a lot of the best teams in this division. They have a lot of the same issues. The offensive line is the one that, if Louisville's offensive line can actually cohere which there's not much evidence either way for that. Um, that's a big if. If they can go here and keep Lamar Jackson upright, they'll be fine. They could go 10-2. They're talented enough to do that. Lord knows it can't turn the ball over anymore. Maybe he can. Show me. If you can do it, show me, Louisville. I'll be astonished. Yeah, I mean, after they almost did, almost won 10 games without an offensive line, um, see if they can do it with, like, three offensive linemen. Can we talk you up to three offensive linemen? All right. Here we go. Talk about the nose. First thing you should know about this Florida State team. They have a terrifying defense. Terrifying. They're really good. Uh, They have have probably the best defensive player in the country. Yeah, they got Derwin James. I always feel like, too, if, if somebody's a safety at the college level and I know their name, then they're really good because usually safeties are just kind of like goalies, right? Like, you know, they sometimes make plays, they do run support, but in college, generally, they're just kind of like figuring out the position. If I know your name at safety in college, you're insanely good. I don't, I, I'm, I, I'm honestly impressed that we've gotten this far in the offseason and we just haven't been inundated. And maybe it's because sports media is crumbling all around us and that's prevented it from being the case. <laughs> that's cool. But, yeah, that's fine. But I feel like, I feel like we should have gotten the 300% more Florida state Bama, the national championship starts on September 2nd pieces. Uh, I think that's probably because most people are like, yeah, it doesn't really matter if either of them lose, right? Like they could both lose. You guys want to both lose this game. That's cool. It won't affect how things are long-term. It's not a conference loss, not a conference loss. It's, it's as early as you can get in the year. Yeah. Right, and it's it's not even in a college stadium. People, people would they won't even remember this. Now, now I do want to back up real quick here because I think if you get pantsed in this game, that might be different. And I, I I think that goes either way. I'm not saying one one team is significantly more likely to be on the uh, wrong end of a thirty point loss or something. But if you do, uh, that might sort of linger. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you you know how that goes. By the way, Florida State gets pants in this game. It's I don't know, man. We gotta take this back to the shed and 
maybe, you know, tweak a few things. If Alabama gets passed in this game as <gasps> dynasty collapse. Yeah. Oh, and two against the ACC this calendar year. <laughs> oh, no, man. Should have let the Knowles join the conference back in 1992 so that you could properly sabotage them and force them to hire Kirby Smart or something. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know. The Clemson game on the road is unpleasant, but your road schedule. Otherwise, you're going to Wake Forest, you're going to Duke, you're going to Boston College again on a goddamn Friday. Uh, and you end the year on the road at Florida, which, hey, talk to a Florida State fan and ask him how scared they are of going to Gainesville these days for a football game. Not really happening. It's we'll not just, really happening. So we'll, we'll spoil that for you. So, yeah, if if there is a um, if there is a speed bump or a unexpected loss other than uh, the Clemson game. It's going to have to be at home, and Florida State can do that. Florida State has shown the capacity to lose a mind-numbingly stupid game uh, in Doke, but I don't know. If, uh, especially hard, with uh, especially with injuries. Home. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, and, if, if Der- Der- Derwin James plays real hard, Derwin James was out for the North Carolina game. Right. North Carolina beats Florida State last year, and it's, I mean... It's mostly because they don't have Derwin James back there. Right. And maybe you look and you say, you know, okay, they get to week four. They they host NC State. They've already had to play Alabama and Miami, which is at the very least a feisty game. And that's the nicest way you can say that garbage gets thrown in the end zone. Maybe at that point you're a little worn down and a little battle weary and NC State jumps up and – takes advantage of the fact that they played Marshall and Furman back-to-back before you. Maybe that's a home loss. Louisville, obviously, is is one that... I mean, that at least can't be a surprise this year. You can't lose to Louisville after what happened last year and say, well, we just couldn't expect it. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> Didn't know they had that guy. That's Yeah, you're the guy who got struck by lightning twice. It's like, oh, you were under a tree mm-hmm. again. To be fair... That would be a very Florida man thing to happen. Fair. Fair. But yeah, it's it, it starts off hot and everything else is kind of neatly spaced in terms of in terms of terror. You know, you get Louisville sandwiched between Duke and Boston College. You get Clemson sandwiched between Syracuse and Delaware State. Everything like nothing feels like it is tilted against Florida State in terms of at least the conference schedule. You do have to play Alabama, and that sucks, but you signed up for that. Don't complain to me about it. You could just end it there. You don't want to do a prediction? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, well, I mean, I know my prediction. Well, we left it open-ended so that the listener can have the sense of Never, not talking about the Knowles. Yeah, sure. is that is, is that our fuck you? No, it's no, it's it's a sign of respect that you know if you don't put a period at the end of the sentence. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm it's, leaving. It's, all the it's like one of them ambiguous movie endings. Oh, we we just assumed they'd win every game. Come on, that's the old play. Don't like, stop. I have on my board. I have. I have FSU uh, beating Alabama right now, and I think okay. I might leave it that way. 
Damn. Uh, yeah, I, I like the look of it. And then I have Bama uh, getting revenge in the playoffs, so it, none of this matters. But And now I'm just writing the Florida State, don't stop believing. <laughs> don't stop believing. It's not racist if he's Asian. <laughs> 